All right, welcome back, everybody. This is Chad Jordan with the Sport Clips Hall of Fame podcast, and we're actually bringing you episode two uh, in our conversation with uh, the Taj team. So uh, without further ado, let me have uh, the first guest introduce himself to us one more time. Hi, Chad. Hi again, actually. Yeah, back at you. <laughs> Got it right this time. Um, my name is Arif Taj, and I'm the team leader out here in Southern California. Uh, started with six stores in uh, have six stores and started in 2007. All right, glad to have you back. And over here, hello again. I am Shamila Taj. Uh, marketing is my thing, and I'm with the Taj stores since 2016. Excellent. Glad to have you guys. And we had so much fun uh, in the first episode uh, for, for this podcast where we basically talked a bunch about uh, the culture that you've built here in Southern California for your Sport Clips locations that we decided, well, we didn't want to pile on top of that one. We wanted that one to be a standalone episode and uh, instead have another episode where we could follow up and talk about, especially you do some uh amazing marketing initiatives, some activities around your stores, especially now that you're at six locations. You've learned a thing or two over the years. You've you've kind of been there, done that, seen it all. And especially, golly, in 2007, 2008, when you started, I don't think Facebook had even been really invented yet. You know, I, I'm MySpace. sure. Yeah, it was my, MySpace was out there. Uh, but not Facebook yet in terms of a global phenomenon, it's certainly not Instagram, Snapchat, and the others. So I want to get into a little bit of that. So uh, can you guys walk me through, and, and then we'll also go through some community involvement and how that plays in. We were talking off air about how outsiders might look at sport clips and see it's a chain, so it must be corporately owned, things like that. And but we're, we're not. We're locally owned in, in most of the markets. So what do you do, uh, RF, we'll start with you, uh, at a local level to impact your community, to demonstrate value, but also presence that we're here and we're part of this community and we want to be included in all the community conversations? What are some things that you guys are doing? Uh, yeah, I mean, that that's really true that back in 2007 when we signed the agreement and then started looking for a location and started opening, uh, thinking about opening, opening our first store. It was a very different uh, time frame at that time. Uh, there were not very many stores in Southern California. The brand was not well known. Um, whenever you mentioned sportless, people thought we had like sports memorabilia kind yeah. of stuff, right? So um, we made a conscious decision before we even opened our first store is to, I started wearing sportless shirts everywhere. Okay. I bought sportless shirts and I would go and people would say, what's sportless? Is it a you know, sports store, and I would tell them what it was. Erica store is coming, and um, and then we put banners everywhere. We even though the building wasn't even constructed at that time, we got permission and we put the sports banner up there. So we, we we made ourselves visible as much as possible before we even opened the store. So at that time, it was mostly um, you know just one-on-one -on -one contact and being out in the community, and we became chamber members and you know started promoting it there and talking to about businesses about it. Are you going to the weekly like chamber mixers and, mixers and handing out and cards? Actually, and... I've been involved with the Glendora Chamber. I've been involved with the Chamber since 1994 uh, in West Covina and all that where we had our mm -hmm. Baskin Robbins stores but got involved here before we even opened our store in 2007 and now um, I was uh, in 2014 I was the president of the chamber for Glendora Chamber. I'm in six different chambers right now and we make ourselves available 
uh, as much as possible. And of course, now we have um, an opportunity to even do more because Shamila has joined the team from the marketing perspective. So it's two of us now. So we can handle a little bit more uh, of our involvement with the community. So that's where we start. Um, and then, of course, that's a big deal because that gets the word out. The businesses know who you are. And then, of course, if you're present and doing things, we always try to do something for others. Uh, that's our goal. Whenever we uh, join anything or, or do anything, obviously, we're a small business. We don't have a lot of uh, you know, money to spend or give away or do advertising with. But we always certainly can give time. We certainly get involved in things. We certainly can give uh, gift baskets or, 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 yeah. or you know, gift certificates and things like that. So there's always a way to do it. So you can still be a presence. So that's how we did it in the beginning. Uh, a lot of footwork, basically. Right. Um, Hit the ground really, running. Yeah. Guerrilla really marketing. Guerrilla marketing. Uh, getting involved with nonprofits is a great, great way to do it because that way um, you're giving to people that are really in need and you establish your presence as that schools are great because you know always maybe you can't do a lot of cash things but you can certainly do in-kind things you know you, you can get pencils for them say sport clips on it you know simple yeah. things like that that don't cost a lot of money we can give them uh, gift certificates for reading or this or that but you can get your presence there the branding is a big part do you do anything with local sport teams whether yes. it's uh, we are a big, big with that. okay we're big with that um, Such as what? What do you do? Well, you know, we we have like um, when we first started here in Glendora, our, our closest. Um, you know, I'm a big hockey fan. You know, I'm a Kings mm -hmm. fan. Um, so they had the local affiliate, which is Ontario Rain, which plays at the Citizen Bank Arena. So we partnered with them. Uh, corporate helped us on that, and we got the local branding done. We were present there. Or we did the instant replay kind of thing, so everybody saw got saw sport clips up there. Yeah. Um, we had the mascot, you know, our uh, Sporty was out there all the time and everything. Uh, was Sporty on skates? Yes. Oh, and my goodness. Not skates. Sporty uh. was on the ice. Okay. And right. one time, and this is the funny part. I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that because one time they had all these mascots. They did with this teddy bear night where they collect all these teddy bears. Oh, yeah. So she uh -huh. them to give it out. Um, so they were doing that and Sporty was out there. And uh, Sporty got on the ice and um, didn't realize that can't move that fast. And yeah. Sporty took a spell. Right. So everybody still remembers that. That unfortunate incident became was, one of the things that everybody remembers. Is Sporty in the room right now? Uh, or uh, yes. do you have somebody? Oh, <laughs> man. Do you still have the bruises? Uh, <laughs> the well, battery. actually, Sporty was pretty in. Oh, you fell on the battery. battery and that was not a good, good feeling. Uh, I was, was going to say it's inflatable. So yeah. had you fall in the right places, you could have been all right. The but. new Sporties are much better than lighter uh, batteries and all that. But the old Sporties had the Surprising they crack the <laughs> rink wide open, you know, when you hit with the battery. But anyway, so, so those are the kind of things we did in those days yeah. right so we made our presence known in the community we partnered with things um, and we did a you know a, a pretty good um, effort in making sure that the brand was always front and center no matter what it was little or big mm -hmm. uh, and that got us going and that store Glendora store I mean it's a great story to tell um, has never stopped growing in yeah. 10 years and right now um, you know like we talked about Jen for Justice is the I was selected or or, or um, manager of the year, as, yeah. Uh, manager of the year yeah. out of you know almost seventeen hundred plus managers. So that's a pretty pretty humbling uh, you know experience for all of us. Um, but the recognition is always welcome. Right? Uh, I definitely want to loop Shamila in uh, a bunch to this podcast uh, interview because she's she's so active. 
Shamali's your daughter, has been working in, in this role for how long now? Uh, two years now. Okay. Uh, and in that time, let's, cause, cause you guys, you've, you've seen the gamut of stores you've had, you've opened stores. So you've been through the grand opening process. Mm-hmm. You have mature stores like, uh, six CA 630. And then you've, you've had stores that you've acquired. So what I, what I'm interested in, in these two years that, uh, of experience that you've had doing this and then are a few longer, uh, what, what are you doing for each of those kinds of stores? on a marketing level that maybe other stores throughout the nation, if they find themselves in one of those three areas that I just talked about, grand opening, mature, already performing store, or someone that's taken over a pre-existing location. Let's start with a grand opening store. You got a store that's getting ready to open. What What is your guys' strategy? What, do you, what are you looking to do that might be unique and help you stand out, not just from other brands, but even from maybe what other sport clips are doing right now? Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that uh, opening a brand new store is kind of similar to uh, an acquisition. So connecting the dots and where you're out in the community. Okay, like under new management. So when yes. you go to take, okay, so these would be kind of one and the same. All kind right. Of the same, yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, the first thing I do is just get out into the community. And that just means um, chambers, chamber of commerce, I think they're. They're definitely the glue that sort of keeps a lot of cities connected. They have a large outreach, and they make sure to get to know people in those chamber offices, and we let them know that we're a business. Um, I've learned a lot uh, with the guerrilla marketing aspect of just making our presence known. Uh, I definitely, my biggest thing is that I seek out people who are invested in other small businesses as well. So we get to know other local entities and partner with them. My biggest thing is that if you're, like we talked about earlier, creating that sense of local community connection and yeah. not just uh, a new business coming in, but all our values that stand behind mm-hmm. us. So we re- reiterate that back into the community. You're trying to demonstrate, we're not here necessarily to get stuff from yes. you guys. We're here to give. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's And perfect. be part of the conversation totally of this community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we... We present ourselves out there as giving first, and our biggest thing, and what I've learned from my dad, is that you know you to do that is our. So, for example, when we do our grand openings, we take a weekend of just 100% fundraising. Um, all of our sales will go to whatever nonprofit that we partner with at the oh, time. Slow down there, okay? Mm-hmm. Here, I got to wrap my head around this. So, 100% is that what you said? 100%. For the weekend, which is the busiest probably time of the geo process there? Yes. Yes. Okay. And it sounds advantageous, but it's actually pretty, um, it's pretty, not quote, it's quote unquote easy to do uh-huh. because it really just starts with saying, hey, we're a new business in town, we're sport clothes. And either they're like, well, what is sport clothes? Right. And we kind of, you know, give them a little bit uh, four and one about that. And then we just kind of tell them like, hey, we want to invite the community here to sort of check out what we are, what we do, and we want to give everything back to you. Mm-hmm. And my, I got really lucky. I was brought on in October and right away. 2007, 2016? 16, okay. yeah. And right away my dad was like, Metaphy is about to open and we're partnering with Loma Linda University, uh, Murrieta, and go. All right. <laughs> and that was it. And so I kind of had, to, I mean, 
I definitely um, learned a lot along yeah. the way. Through, he literally threw the baby in the, the pool yes. and said, you just got to swim to shore here. All right. Okay. Totally. Deep end. Yeah. That's uh, not quite true. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I don't know. He was there. He was there. All right. But it was... But I it was, was a, watching. It was a great <laughs> like a good father. You weren't going to let her drown, but... <laughs> It was a, but it's a great way to do that. And I think sometimes you kind of have to do that. Yeah. You sometimes you have to jump into the deep end and trust your gut. That was the biggest thing is trust your gut. And really, honestly, the cool part about it is everybody I talked to was 100% responsive and happy because mm-hmm. we're not selling anything. We're literally giving. So something. is it tips? Are you just saying, hey, leave it? Or are you actually charging on, you know, the POS and then turning around and donating the money to a, a charity? Or... Yeah. So the system's really cool, especially with Salon Ultimate. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It's such a useful tool to be able to do fundraising, like 100%. And so you can um, have the kiosk say right away, would you like to donate to fill in the blank charity? Okay. And so we installed that into our system. And it's actually, I think, Salon Ultimate just rolled out. Oh, two, yeah. Did, yeah. Oh, wow. Right at that time. So we're all yeah. learning at uh-huh. the same time. <laughs> you know, it's just to jump in on there, it's like we don't do any sales that day other than product sales. Uh-huh. So okay. what we ask is $10 or more, and you get the MVP service as complimentary. Okay. So obviously we encourage for more. And yeah. then we have a lot of prizes we give away, big screen TV, which we buy. So our investment in that, wow. the labor, cost uh the prizes and everything is is significant is this coming out of your grand opening kind of marketing fund this is oh okay okay budget uh it's not coming out of the grand opening funds and and whatever we raise which we have raised as much as forty seven hundred dollars in one weekend a hundred percent of it goes to them and everything else we pay for so it's a pretty intense commitment, yeah. but the payback is amazing. Yeah, it's a long-term relationship that you're and building. And we do it because we love doing it. Yeah. We want to give. One of the things I always say is givers always gain. Mm-hmm. So we want to give first. We want to make sure the community knows we're partners with them. And that way they will support us because they want to support us, not just because we're a business. Yeah. And it sets us up on a really great um, level. Like right mm-hmm. out the gate, we're just like, hey, we're giving back. Says Mrs. Karma. And I uh, <laughs> just believes in this universe repaying and all that. So I that, do. yeah. Yes, it truly is. Uh-huh. I mean, it really, and the, the, best the most beautiful part that i always see is the team getting involved mm-hmm. and they're just so excited because they're like they know they're doing this to give back to something bigger than themselves and and going back to culture yeah. when you're already starting off on that foot you, you can't really go anywhere but up from there so we're already doing that and everything's sort of positive just well what a great it's a memory mm-hmm. that the team a collective memory that they make together and it's uh, like, think about a sport team, especially like, you know, again, I coach club soccer, kids soccer, and we'll do uh, bowling parties together and things like that outside of the actual being on the field together. And that further cements the bond. Mm-hmm. This, I imagine, has the same effect for your store right out of the gate. And where we see, unfortunately, some stores, they'll hire 10 to 12 team members and they might not last for one reason or another. And you guys probably see pretty good retention from that original team that you yeah, hire. The, you touched on that. And I think I didn't, we didn't talk about it at the last segment, but um, we were honored because we have the least turnover in all of Sportflip system. Oh my! Very, very yeah, I didn't. It's not in my notes, so I didn't know that. Yeah, okay, it's it's. Uh, I'm starting to put the pieces together though on why that's the case. We have team members that are now nine years, ten years, right. eight years. Most of them, once they join our team, stay with us, and then you know, 
one of the fun part of that is that some of them are now on three week vacations. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of hard to fill mm-hmm. because when they go on vacation, yeah. we got to fill all oh, of that. Right, but, right. But, but they've earned it. About, yeah, yeah. they've earned it. So it's awesome. That they, That's what we call a high class problem, you know, already. Yeah. When you, when you get to that point. So, uh, okay. So you're doing that. Uh, lessons learned from grand openings that now you don't do these sorts of things anymore because they didn't work especially for you but maybe others that are out there that are uh that are trying things out might not want might want to stay away from some of these yeah. things so um obviously everything we do um some of it has never been done before so we try it mm-hmm. and we do a pretty good um we put in a lot of effort into it. So it's not just like right out, you know, something that we just thought of. It's something that we have looked at it. We've looked at the pros and cons of it. And the chances of success are more than, you know, uh, it not working out. But some things, uh, you know, just don't pan out the way that you think um, that they would. So one of the things that uh, we found is like, I'm not a big believer in couponing. Uh-huh. Okay. And the reason is because it has a lot of effects. First of all, couponing sort of trains your community that, you know, when they get something in the mail, that's when they should come in to see us. Yeah. We want to be a value proposition. Yeah. We want to charge full price, but we want to provide the value. So we do everything a little bit better than anybody else, right? That's how we, that's our culture. So that's what we enforce, um, not enforce is the wrong word, but we encourage in our, right. in our team members. But that is the reason because when they find value, and then the, we give it, whenever we do something with our team members, we always tell them why. Hmm. We just don't go out and do yeah, something. Yeah, not because I said so. Just because I said yeah. so. We always get them engaged. We always ask for input. Because, you know, 10 heads are better than just my one head, right? So they may have better ideas. They're all more involved in it. So one of the things um, that we keep talking about is like, hey, the reason for value proposition is because it's beneficial to them. Because they're not just getting people who are not tipping them well or people who are not coming back or whatever, right? This way we get, so we're very big on buddy uh, system. You know, we do buddy cards a mm-hmm. lot and that's our main thing and we reward that. And and I don't want to blow by that because if somebody's outside of Sport Clips, they might not know or thinking about becoming part of Sport Clips, they might not know what a buddy pass is or buddy card is. So can you yeah. just... So real quick. So buddy card is basically when somebody comes in as a guest um, and, and, and we ask them, it's like, hey, how many... Um, we, and you we say guest, we say client, client from the marketing department, right. but okay, so, so same um, thing. So we say, you know, we will ask them a question, how was the experience? Before they leave our chair, mm-hmm. last question we ask, how was your experience today? If they say anything less than great, we want to know why. What can we do to make it great? Mm-hmm. So if they say awesome, this, that, whatever, it says, okay, you know, we want to do the same for your friends and family. You know, yeah. and we love referrals. Okay. Would you and- help us grow? We ask. There's no harm in asking, mm-hmm. right? And we ask them, it's like, would you help us grow? And here's my card. And then they put their name on it. And it's a card that says, when your guest that you are going to refer to us comes in, they get a free MVP. Okay. And you get a free upgrade. On your next visit, you get one. Okay. And we keep track of it in our notes, right? All right. Put that in the notes. Um, And then when they do refer, that's how we grow our business because they are the kind of people we want in ours and Mm -hmm. they find value in it. So we don't do a lot. So we learned about that. We used to do all these couponing things. So we don't do that. At a grand opening, yes, we do. It's an invitation. We don't call it couponing. Right. Because it's an invitation to come see us and we're going to give it. So people call sometimes and say, hey, what's the catch? Why is it free? It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, there's no catch. We just want to introduce ourselves. I I had the uh, uh, interview a couple of weeks ago with Megan Blanchett, an area coach in uh, New England, and she remembers 
when she first saw, uh, she wasn't even working for Sport Clips, but she had heard a, a location was coming to town and they were giving out free haircuts. And in her mind, as a stylist, she went, well, that place must suck if they're giving out free haircuts because, you know, that's, uh, that's not industry practice or whatever. But of course, once you're established is what you're saying is that's when you go away from the coupon. Yeah, but but the opening first... up, you want to prove, hey, we, we'll stand by yeah. Uh, our performance we, we think we're so exactly. good we can afford to give you a free one yeah and, then and, have and you actually come back. we've learned from that too now and and our going forward we'll probably do half off instead mm -hmm. of just doing free because people find value sometimes free think oh no i don't yeah want right so we want to give them something it's like hey we, we want to invite you but we'll give you half off so i think people find value in that and then that way, that way you get the kind mm -hmm. of store clients that you want so our the what's the benefit for our team members the benefit of team members is they get the kind of guests that they really would want in yeah. the store plus they're not dealing with this rotation so their retentions are better they get the service commissions better. so it's we always explain why we do certain things um, so that's one of the things that we don't do. A uh, couple of other things is we don't spend a lot of money um, in, um, you know, um, just handing things out. Mm -hmm. uh, we found that, you know, the money can be better used if you do collateral when you're doing the marketing. So like if when we, like the things we talked about, we deal with big screen TVs and all that. So what it does is when somebody comes in and only wants to donate $10, we encourage them to say, and we have cowbells and stuff like that. And we make a big deal out of it. Yeah. So they that must say, be from your Baskin so, Robbins yeah. experience, like so, tip and ring the bell. Yeah, kind so of we thing. do, yeah. you know, you donate 20. Hey, we got a $50 bill uh -huh. that will ring all over the place. Uh -huh. And then we'll give them extra tickets so they can enter into the big screen TV or we're giving away uh, season tickets or, you know, so all of those kind of things. So they, they donate to a fundraiser. Yes. And it, that is their essential entry raffle ticket kind of thing to this prize that you're giving away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, those, I mean, that's just examples. But typically, all of the things we try, we always find them to be of some value. Mm -hmm. Because the branding part is really hard to measure. Even yes. though it may not have for, brought people. Tell me, you're preaching to the choir, brother. Right? Yeah, tell me about so it from the marketing department. Us, we know. For us, really, everything we do has some impact in some way. Mm -hmm. So we always think of it as a positive and, 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 and some things work better than others in translating into something trackable. And some things don't, may work really well, but we can't track them. Right. So we really don't look at things that way. So we do a lot of home, and we just don't go out and do things. We really do research on it, yeah, and make sure that this will be of benefit to us. Hey, what is it? Measure twice, cut once, right? So and every my... community is a little different. So when you get to know your community and yeah. your team, because every team is really different. So uh, we, I use a lot of like the manager's input, um, the team's input on where our areas. You know, they live in those cities, so they know it best. You know, what schools are around or. Um, what are they interested in? So it's really connecting and not just being like, here's our ideas and here's what we want to do. We um, market with them too. And I always love having a stylist with me because that right there is instant connection. Yeah. When a, when someone comes up to us at any marketing event or anything we've ever done where we're not inside the four walls, they instantly, someone is drawn and gravitate towards that person that's out there. And what, like we were talking about in the first segment, it's all about the people. So that connection is so organic and it's like, Hey, you're, you're super nice already. And yeah. you're out here and you're marketing and this is awesome. Of course I'm going to go see you. Yes. They don't even know if they can cut hair well or not. It's, it's that connection. And then once they walk in and they get the full experience, it, it just continues on. And I continues love the fact that you have a team member with you too, because that in, 
turn feeds the recruiting mm-hmm. machine, right? You know, like some, they, they see, wow, they're not just stuck behind a chair all day or yes. locked up doing num- crunching numbers in a back office. They're actually out in the community and getting to do this kind of fun stuff. Yeah, we so, have fun. Yeah. And, and going back to hashtagging things, it's mm-hmm. just it just works. It's really fun. And you know, it's yep. like we do concerts in the park. Uh, we do really small uh, little, uh, little league games up to bigger, you know, we, we work with... Uh, the MLB, but the next one under it. Yeah. So like local baseball teams. Like triple A and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And like right now we're getting involved with the Inland Empire 66ers and they have a huge footprint in the community and it's just fun stuff. You got to eat a hot dog, drink a beer and, and watch the game. Mm-hmm. And or, Mountain, or Mountain Dew. Or Mountain or whatever Dew. Whatever you want to <laughs> Real quick things about how good she is, right? Yeah. Um, so 76ers wanted a thousand bucks for us. They had a golf tournament, a charity golf tournament. They wanted us to be there, but they wanted a thousand bucks for a hole and be out there, right? It was hot summer. Uh, this is about four weeks ago or something. Um, so she worked out a deal where we were at the hole, but we didn't pay the thousand bucks, but we took our easy up over there with sport clips on it. And we put the cold top because at that time, July, cold oh, yeah, towel was yeah. going on. Uh-huh. So we took the cold towels, we filled up the coolers. Uh, she took a team member with us. We were at this eighth hole or ninth hole or something when people yeah. were halfway through and yeah. they were all hot. And it was so they did the cold towel treatment, right? And we didn't pay a single penny. So for they it. sit down in the and chair and they get the, the cold towel on yeah. their face. And, and yeah. Get, so I'm talking about is you don't have to spend the money. Right. Because she's very good at negotiating. Everything's negotiable, right? right? So we negotiate that. Second. We'll provide you this. They said, okay, that's a value to us. Yeah. So, okay, we won't charge you that. And then, of course, Sport Clips is at that oh, hole. Oh, man, no kidding. With the easy up and, you know, our uniforms and everything. And we provide the cold towels. And, of course, we give out swags and stuff like yes. that. So we did our marketing without having to spend any real dollars per se other than you know, paying our team members and all of that in order to be out there. I still have to pay her. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah right. that's fine. Doesn't so, work, doesn't so work for ice cream anymore. like that. You know, she's very creative with that. 66ers, we were doing this thing. So they want, radio stations, our fundraiser coming up. So she did and they, go, they wanted like thousands of dollars for their radio spots. And we got PSAs for free. They, and they're going to come out mm-hmm. and put a booth up there. So you can negotiate if you provide. Here's the thing. You got to provide the value. Yeah. If you can make a value proposition, then people will do that. It's not always about just getting the dollars. It's about the value of it. Now, because Mountain Grove, um, you know, management is involved, our neighbors are involved, Mott Pizza is doing their own thing. So we've got other vendors and other franchises involved with our brand. They're getting their branding done, and we're getting our branding done to their. Everyone's scratching everyone else's back. Yeah, Yeah. and it just works beautifully that way. You just have to be creative about it and just think about it. So it's not always about... Hey, I don't have the budget to do that. Well, you can figure out a way to do it. And mm-hmm. especially if you get Shamila out there. Mm-hmm. You can really figure out yeah. how to do this. <laughs> yeah, she's, I mean, she's definitely innovative. Uh, can you uh, describe maybe some of the social media angles that you guys like to take and some of the things that you do there and how uh, other stores could tap into that resource? Yeah, um, so I like to keep things fun. I, I think that's the most important part is mm-hmm. the engagement is just fun. It's, it's, making it so that I want to work there. I want my friends to work there. I also want to get my hair cut there. I also want my friends to get their hair cut there. So if you can keep, we know we have fun. This brand is a fun brand. I mean, I remember my first huddle. Holy Mm. smokes. I, I think I smiled the second, like the moment it started to the, even after it was over and I, I still miss it. And there's a weird, actually, weird phenomenon, it's that energy. I've given her time because I wasn't sure if she's going to want this for (laughs) the rest of it. But when she came back from the huddle, that's when she drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm in I'm the huddle. Yeah, I drank the Kool-Aid. Uh, I, I, and it's there though. That our our culture, 
when you when you tie everything together, and I love that there's so much um, connection to recruitment and marketing mm -hmm. and uh, team culture. Yeah. None of those pieces are isolated elements at mm -hmm. all. They all hinge on each other. And if you're if your guests are happy because your team is happy yep. and your team is happy because your guests are happy mm -hmm. and tipping well and, yep. and you know, the team leader has a positive attitude and you know, every community that you're in, they like you because they're like, we love sport clubs. We're so glad you're here. Do you want to open another sport clubs on this? You know, we have yeah. real estate coming to us now where they're like, oh, we have this location. Would you guys be interested in putting your stores here? To me, you can only, once you create that element and you, you just maintain that and keep it going as we give back, we have a good time. So posting is, is essentially just sharing that digitally. Mm -hmm. You know, we already do so many great things. You're taking a ton of pictures and video at yes. every event, right? Like yeah. you never go anywhere without your phone or. Oh, uh, we boomerang. Yeah. We, and I'm learning stuff too. I mean, there's, there's so much out there. And that's the cool part about bringing team members with you. Cause mm -hmm. they do stuff. Like, <laughs> they, they know they, yeah, oh they got God. it. Up there's, they there's know what's so going many, on. Exactly. And they, they, they just know they have, we have a fun time and it's easy to share when you're having a good time. People can see that you don't have to create it and, and make it up. You just kind of show it off. Yeah. Uh, I, I want you know, and we're already, I can't believe we're already half an hour in and getting ready to wrap this. <laughs> we <talk> a lot. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll time. That's just it. So I, there, there may be future segments Part of this. Three. Yeah. Down, down the road. Can you give me uh, RF? Can you give me one, one or two major shifts you've seen in sport clips marketing efforts from when you started to where you are now and uh what kind of where you think the future of, of marketing is for you on a local level and for the brand and everything i'll i'll segue a little bit into okay. it because this is this is a true story but i've yeah. been to my team leader training camp uh back into the very first one very fast okay. from my, my camp. Okay. When, when, I, when I fought the things and then I yep. went to team leader, I hadn't opened a store yet. And team leader obviously. training camp is when new franchisees come in, come in. to get a, a week's worth of training, training of on operate uh, everything. Marketing, yep. operations, you know, finances, all that kind of stuff, right? So um, I was there and the first day I walk in there and then we were talking about payroll and stuff like that, right? And they brought out these uh, paper sheets to calculate payroll on. And uh, I come from the digital world yeah. because, you know, I Excel and all that. That's how I lived for years and years and years. And even though, you know, we didn't have all the fancy things we have now, but we still had pretty good Excel spreadsheets. And I'm looking at it and I go, oh, maybe they just didn't want to have the computers here. So they just printed it out. But it turns out that that's actually how it was being done. Yeah. So the first day. We're going way back. <laughs> way back. Yeah. It was 2007. So I went back, you know. It was a small 400 some stores. Right. And people were no one investing. really knew where yeah, we were going. Yeah, there were not, all. you know, all these people in the background doing all these kind of things. So I went back to my hotel room that night and I created a spreadsheet, simple one, no macros, nothing, just mm -hmm. a simple spreadsheet calculations of all the payroll thing. And I brought it with me the next day to the team leader training camp. And uh, I started using that and they go, why are you getting all those answers so quickly? I said, well, I just created a small spreadsheet here and I'm just putting the numbers in there. And they go, really? So uh, I still remember it. And they said, well, can we share this with yeah. everybody? Can we use this? I said, well, let me refine it a little bit. So I put some macros in there and all that kind of stuff. And I refined it, I shared it. So that's that's a story. That, that's, that's how it started, yes. really. And you've seen, you, you've now not just seen just, it, you've been part of 
uh, so implementing some, some changes. So, you know, like a grand opening, the way we did our grand opening, the first one. Um, so marketing changed uh, in the sense that, you know, at that time, uh, there was not a lot of um, things that were done. It was spread out over a period of time and what worked in Texas, and they were using those things and yeah. we did something different. So a lot has changed. I mean, think about it. Um, just the department itself, marketing now. I mean, there was like maybe two or three people at that time. Here. You know, Martha, I uh, got to know her really well. Mm-hmm. She's a friend and she's, she's an awesome lady. But, and future Hall of Fame podcast interviewee, if oh, I can get her on so, here. So she's, she's amazing. Martha she's England. always been a great friend. She's always been a great supporter. And um, so I have seen that evolve, the, mar- the marketing part of it. It's just amazing what has happened, you know, in 10 years. Um, if somebody were to tell me that that can happen in 10 years, I really wouldn't believe it. Yeah. Because now marketing is completely digital and all different medias and the budget is obviously yep. you know, much larger. It's not all print and postcards and all that kind of shamila. You said you have something to yeah, add here. And, and that's the biggest thing is that don't be afraid of it. Like the digital, just don't be afraid of the digital stuff. And, and the fact that we're getting an app that's coming uh-huh. and we have online check-in. I mean, that makes us already leaps and bounds beyond um, our industry and our industry specifically is, is we are moving towards the future. And um, when I was at TLTC only just a month ago, Edward spoke about that, you know, where we came from, where we are, where we're going and where we're going is really, we're, we're staying very connected to where the future of our entire economy business itself is going. So don't be afraid to try new things. We're always, when we're approached with things that are in that digital realm, we definitely say yes first and we, we throw things to the wall, see if they yeah. stick and then we go to the next thing yeah. and it's totally okay. I don't want to say fake it till you make it, <laughs> but I'll say it. Um, and and try it out. What, well, the, the thing that, that you guys have set up that I love is you have somebody responsible, RF Shamila, for all that digital marketing, social media, you know, you've got someone assigned to it. And I've seen some team leaders out there, they are intimidated. They're not on the social media, you know, the the interweb themselves or whatever. So because they're not familiar with it, they don't really have somebody in their system or their store actively doing that kind of stuff. And from my standpoint, from what I'm seeing from you guys, that is so key that somebody at the local level is taking care of it and running with it, uh, whether it's the manager, whether it's a daughter or whoever. Yeah. So, you know, really to wrap it up, it just makes sense. It's like, you know, change is inevitable. Uh, and if it, and if you don't change, it's really fatal. Mm-hmm. Right. So people who embrace change now, values never change. Values always remain the same. And that's what we have instilled in our teams. That's what we instilled in Shamila. You know, our values are values. But how things get done constantly changes. And that's where I'm so fortunate to have her on board with me doing this because they're connected way more than I ever would be by myself. So they see things a little bit differently. So I embrace that. I learn from it. So I'm always, every day is a learning experience for me. And I'm learning from them how to do... Value part stays the same, but how things get done, they show me how it gets done now. And as long as we embrace that, I think we're good. Uh, some things will work, some won't. That's okay, but you need to embrace it. Yep, uh, that's that's a great way to end this portion. 
of the podcast with uh, I still have my five follow-up questions that I need <laughs> oh, to ask. Yes. Uh, this is how we'll wrap it up. I, actually, I can't ask follow-ups to these questions, so I'll, I'll assign, you know, I'll kind of bounce back and forth, then we'll get you guys out of here. Uh, Arif, let's start with you. What sound or noise do you love? I would have to say the ocean because my wife has taught me how to appreciate oh, okay. that. Okay, <laughs> I thought this math guy was going to say, you know, calculators and punching the buttons. You know, no, you know, I'm one of those weird people that actually has both sides of the brain. Okay, I have okay. the logical well, side right. and the other and side the emotional. Too. But yeah, the, that the side ocean. I've been taught. Okay, so I learned to appreciate. All it. right, uh, and then the follow up, the second question there is, what sound or noise do you hate? I really don't hate things. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard for me to come up with something that I hate. Um, How about questions about sounds or noises yeah, that you hate? Not. Maybe right. that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll turn to Shamila for the next question. What profession, other than your own, would you have been good at or at least have wanted to try? Food critic. Food critic. Yes. Okay. As we sit here eating some <laughs> vegan chili uh, and uh, from this great place in the LA area. Okay. Uh, and the next two will go back to RF. What do you consider your greatest achievement? My family. Your family. You're not obligated to say that because no. she's sitting right. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. Okay. I mean, I am very proud of my three kids. Yeah. They're just amazing. Big hearts. Always giving. I love it. Last but not least, if heaven indeed exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? He made a difference. Hmm. Yeah. So back to your uh, story that you told in the first episode of it made a difference to this one of the, of the starfish. I love that answer. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. This has been another edition of the Sport Clips Hall of Fame podcast. Hope uh, everyone else there out there has enjoyed it as much as we have. And um, have a wonderful day. Thank you. Jordan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. <laughs>